Hi guys, good evening, and welcome to Somewhere in Horror, a podcast dedicated to the entire genre of horror, whether it be films or books or short stories. I am here to talk about it, review it, give you my thoughts, and just kind of let you know the kind of stuff I'm into. Um, My name is Justin, and today the topic of the podcast is going to be Sour Candy. This is written by Keelan Patrick Burke, and it was originally published in November 13th of 2015. I am very late on talking about this work, but I read it about six months ago, and it kind of stuck with me. Um, Keelan Patrick Burke has a very wide variety of, of books, He has well over a dozen books, if not two dozen books. Um, He also has a couple uh, films, um, according to Google. Um, But this is the one that stuck out the most because the first thing that catches your eye when looking up this book is its cover, which is a man wearing a deer's skull, complete with beautifully long antlers and um it's a red and black background very morbid and very like ominous to look at but what really caught my attention was the blurb uh the which is to say the small description in the back of the book um the blurb reads as such At first glance, Phil Pendleton and his son Adam are just an ordinary father and son, no different from any other. They take walks in the park, visit county fairs, museums and zoos, and eat together overlooking the lake. Some might say the father is a little too accommodating given the lack of discipline when the child loses his temper in public. Some might say he spoils his son, by allowing him to set his own bedtimes and eat candy whenever he wants. Some might say that such leniency is starting to take its toll on the father, given how his health has declined. What no one knows is that Phil is a prisoner, and that up until a few weeks ago, and a chance encounter at a grocery store, he had never seen the child before in his life. See, that gets me immediately, like, thinking, like, what is this child? Uh, Who is this child? Is it even a child? Um, It's answered pretty quickly. Um, But a lot of the fears talked about in this book are that of someone who is happily without children. Someone that sees children as just screaming, temper tantrum filled, like almost parasitic. The way that this relationship is, is entirely parasitic. Um, you know, the fil- the book starts out with Phil, the titular character, not titular, uh, <laughs> but the main protagonist of the story uh, going to the grocery store 
to buy a couple sweets to have a movie night with his girlfriend. Um, Phil is happily with this relationship, happily without children. And even she's fine without children. Um, and as he's walking through the grocery store, he bumps in to the cart of just a withered, decaying woman. That's the nicest way to put it. Um, because this woman just is torn up. She is wrinkled. She has just the worst, like, thinning hair. Her teeth are gone. She looks sickly. She is thin and just skin and bones and just no life is in her. And in the cart is this child screaming, having just an insane temper tantrum. Um, which is the son, Adam. Uh, but you don't know that yet. <laughs> Adam proceeds to give Phil a candy and you know you know that old thing about don't take candy from strangers that that plays a lot into this story um <laughs> he takes the candy from the child and the child just kind of grows silent and that in itself is terrifying um but he leaves the grocery store and immediately sees the woman die. I'm not going to explain how, but it's very sudden and it's just a shock. And if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've read it. Um, but basically she, uh, in her last dying breath, she basically says the problem's yours now. That's your child now. Have fun. Um, in so many words, obviously. That is not the way she says it. But he's confused. He is very much like, oh my god, she's fucking dead. And you just stuck with what the fuck did I just read? Um, and then the cops take him home. After reporting this accident, after taking the woman away, he gets a ride home. And... Who's there but Adam? Because why not? Why not have a kid that is like has nothing to do with his real life and has nothing to do with his girlfriend and who he's only met once? Why not have him there? So obviously, Phil is not so happy. She's like, why the fuck is this kid here? Who is this kid? I need him out of the house. And the cops just look confused. Um, because it's his kid. Adam is his. At least, you know, according to all the pictures on his walls, all the, all the evidence that it is his kid. Even the kid knows his name, but he just, daddy, daddy, what do you, what do you mean? I'm not your kid. Um, and a lot of really just unpleasantness ensues, but Everyone in the community knows that that's his kid. And the, the girlfriend in the beginning of the story, she hasn't dated him in months. So really, one of the biggest fears that is just 
exploited almost immediately is erasure of everything you know, of being thrown into this world that is just immediate and set like just mind boggling um, by the whiplash that you get by, no, that's not my kid. You guys are just lying. Everyone in the world is lying to him. Um, another thing that is really kind of plagued on in this, played on in this story is the body horror aspect. Now, I haven't really read much body horror. I've seen body horror, but I've slowly worked my way into horror uh, novels. Um, and th- that's really what made me want to make a podcast was the books that I've been recommended and the books that I'm reading and the books that are all over Books of Horror, which is a Facebook group, which I definitely say if you are a big on horror novels... You need to join that. It's on Facebook. Um, you have to enter. Uh, there's there's a couple rules and guidelines. You even have to, like, really talk about it. Um, they have a couple questions to further your exception into it. But if you really want high book recommendations, I wouldn't say TikTok is always the best place. Or uh, podcasts can be really good sources. But Books of Horror is the place to go if you're looking for a community full of nerds that love books. Uh, Especially books on horror, obviously. Um, And honestly, like, this book was my real first book that I've read where body horror is played on. Um, So you get a little further knowledge of who this child is. Uh, He never fully explains his intentions and that I'll leave that bit to the end. Uh, I'll leave that whole twist at the end for you guys to read because I do not want to spoil that. Um, But the child's like, you're stuck with me and you just have to, you can't leave me. I'm your son, whether you like it or not. This is the new reality. Um, and part of that new reality is he can't eat regular food. Instead, the son, as well as the father, get to have sour candy, the title of the book. Um, the titular sour candy is a fucking portal to the eldritch terrors. Whenever he has candy, he starts seeing the eldritch gods. And part of it's like, is it just a drug? Is it hallucinations? What? But it is the cosmic horrors of the Elder Gods. And kind of a really well-played-on twist to that story. It's not just the child that you're supposed to be afraid of. It's the Elder Gods and the horrors that lie beyond that you don't even know about. Uh, You don't know their fucking intentions until the very end. And even then, you're like, wow, what the fuck did I just read? Um, But anytime he tries to have the sour, like anything but the sour candy, he immediately rejects the food. But with the sour candy, he gets to see a little 
glimpse of the elder gods um and the sun gets a little happier and a little better and healthier but the more he eats the sour candy this isn't any like magical sour candy that he's fine with it works the same way that our bodies would work with sour candy um and it it being the only source of his quote-unquote nutrition um he gets no nutrition he is exhausted he is losing his hair he's losing his teeth to cavities and just decay all of his mouth is covered in ulcers and really the the whole description of him decaying into the same way that the woman decayed um really it fucks it fucks you up um the whole town starts noticing that he's not looking so good but every time he tries to escape the town stops him now i'll leave that bit again to the end but watching a man who first and foremost never wanted kids be suddenly be thrown into being a father is kind of scary as it is but watching him decay as the sun grows and grows and gets better and let just is allowed to be a fucking temper tantrum turd so to speak um really plays on the the children are parasites fear that most like i guess i suppose most people have at one point or another um i know when i was growing up i used to think that children were demons um i still have yet to be proven fully wrong about that but you know you get older and you you want kids just to either further your bloodline or just share a love that you and your significant other can have for the rest of your life and build into just a, an amazing person um which i really hope one day to have kids of my own but this this book really is written so well that you actually do kind of freak out about the concept of children. You really do kind of think, wow, yeah, I don't want kids because of this sort of interaction. Um, and you really do kind of, see, you know those people, you've seen those people that are drained because of their children that are almost look like they have their souls taken from them because that is their kid regardless of their temper tantrums or regardless of how the kid is, the parents always look that drained. I'm sure you've all seen it. And Keelan Patrick Burke really plays on it very well. Um, but it's, it's a big part of the story. And the decay of what it is to be a parent and people to to understand that you've changed, whether it be for the best or for the worst, um, because of having a child. It really plays along with all of that stuff, but it does it so smart, and he does it so imaginatively that I have to give it some praise. Um, I have to say, I wish we could get more of this story 
I'm going to look into his other works to see if there's any furtherance of this story. Because, I mean, seven years, there's a possibility. But I have to say I give it a four-star rating only because of its length. I wish it was longer. It's only 72 pages. I read it within like an hour. Um, Didn't even intend to finish the book, but it just shot through my hands. And before I knew it, I was already done with it. Um, I highly recommend it still, especially if you're looking for us just for a quick little read, uh, nothing to really fully dedicate your time to and strap yourself in for, but you will see a lot of really cool elements of horror played into it. Um, really good body horror descriptions, really good descriptions of what it's like to... I'm not not even really what it's like because I don't really fully know, but what it's like to have a problem child, and you know, it it plays along with the elder gods and the Lovecraftian horror very well. Um, again, I'll have to give it four stars. So that was Sour Candy by Keelan Patrick Burke, and I wanted to thank you guys for listening to my endless rants again um for those of you that have only heard of me once maybe twice welcome i hope you stay i hope you can't come to listen a lot more to my stories or a lot more of my opinions of different genre like parts of the genre whether it be books or movies um i hope you stay and hope you enjoy what you're listening to Feel free to follow me on Instagram at somewhereinhorror.podcast. Um, feel free to add me on Spotify or iTunes. I don't know what you guys are using, but um, my link in my Instagram bio is going to send you to my Apple podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Um, I think I'm going to try and get more into the mode of two uh, podcasts a week, one podcast dedicated to a book that I am currently reading or have just read, and um, a f- the following Friday, so this would be on Saturday for the book, and on Friday, hopefully, if this works out, it'd be on Friday, I'll be doing a movie review, and if there's any book related to the movie i will read through that book and get back to you um i have um the short story of black phone i've read through so expect me to kind of backtrack to black phone to talk about the story in comparison to the book or in comparison to the movie because there are some pretty significant differences even in characters um And it's very well expanded upon. I'll talk about that later on, though. Um, This week, I'm going to give a quick review on Nope, because that is the popular horror film that people are talking about right now. And you know what? I got to put my two cents in, because I don't think most of the reviews, because a lot of reviews that I've been hearing for some reason are not positive. Um, but I'm going to definitely jump into explaining why it's such a great work and why people need to see Nope. 
Um, so that will be this week. Um, I'm also going to have my book review on Badman by Dathan Auerbach. I'll probably, I'm probably just butchering that name, but it's Dathan uh, Auerbach. Um, I'm going to do a review on that book. Um, and then, yeah, I have a few other things already planned out and I've already read through a few different books. Um, feel free to stay along for the ride. Otherwise, thank you for tuning in. Once again, my name is Justin. This is Somewhere in Horror, and I hope you all have a good night. Thank you so much.